Welcome back, everybody. This is the Blackwash Podcast. I'm your favorite host, Larry Chocolate Daddy, and with my co-host, Destiny Johnson. Today, we're going to talk about Black excellence, and no, we're not going to talk about my life story, but we're going to talk about the Black excellence of other people today. But before I get into that topic, I want to talk about Black History Month as a whole a little bit. I've been kind of always had a problem with Black History Month, and this is why I had a problem with Black History Month. I always felt like Black History Month, even though I'm glad we have it, I'm glad we have Black History Month, because if we didn't, they would just brush over our history in the schools. But here's the reason why I've always had a problem with it, is I always felt I never had a teacher who talked about Black history and why it was significant to American history and why it's one and the same with American history and how the Black um, how our Black history helped move the country forward and how we helped um, benefit this country in very substantial ways. I always felt like it was, okay, we had our history lessons, February comes around, and then it was like this detour where I was like, okay, let's talk about all this Black people stuff, and then jump back to the quote-unquote American history. And I just hope everybody out there is perfectly aware there's been studies done to show that without Black people, um, America might not have ever gotten to the place that we are right now as far as being, you know, just this national power. So that's always a problem that I've had with how um, Black History Month has always been presented and it almost gave people a cop out, teachers a cop out to talk about us for a month and then never bring up any Black history and how we have impacted this country in a positive way. Destiny, what is on your mind before we jump into today's topic? Well, my feelings about Black History Month is I feel that it is very necessary to give the recognition. Like a lot of companies and corporations, they do their little gestures to, you know, give appreciation for Black culture in our country. And I feel like um, Black History Month pretty much paved the way for other cultures to have their recognition in America and have their month um, recognized or recognized in the country. So I, I mean, I really appreciate it. I think that everybody, you know, like tries to do something, whether it's special, um, highlight a story. Um, it's, I mean, as we talked in past episodes, like schools are getting away from teaching actual black history and, um, and they don't want to teach it. So a lot of people don't know the history. So I feel that this is a good opportunity for us as a community to, you know, highlight things and bring awareness and to teach others about it. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Okay. So on to that, today's topic. Today, like I said, we're talking about Black uh, excellence, but I want to talk about two people in particular. And first, we're going to start off with LeBron James. That's right. I said LeBron James. He just recently passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. You heard me right. The all-time. That means since the beginning. That means since they was dribbling the ball and calling it the NBA the all-time leading scorer. So I just want to say shout out to that brother. Anybody who knows me knows two things. 
One, I'm very passionate about sports. And two, you know, when it comes to basketball, I'm diehard Kevin Durant fan. So sometimes that has caused me to, you know, almost look at LeBron in almost an adversarial role. And sometimes when he's positioned against Kevin Durant. But I just want to say shout out to that brother LeBron. Man, he did something major. And congratulations to him and his beautiful um family especially his wife savannah who for whatever reason is aging backwards she was over there looking finer than wine at courtside but we ain't even gonna get into that that's what that to- man's wife no yeah i love lebron james and i feel like no matter how you feel about him as a player on or off the court like you have to give him recognition and he he does i don't watch basketball but I know him because he does amazing things off the court. He's not afraid to, you know, stand up for what's wrong. And even though that he has this high stature and a lot of people of other races look up to him, he's not afraid to call out things when it needs to be called out. So I think that it was, I think it's very honoring. And I think it's very significant that he was able to make this achievement during Black History Month. I just feel like, you know, he deserves to be recognized like he is the greatest at scoring no matter who you think is the greatest at the game like you can't deny him that he's the best at scoring because nobody's nobody's achieved as many points as he's had at this point and I think that his basketball and sports is entertainment he's an amazing entertainer I live in California and I know that people were paying just shy of seventy thousand dollars for a seat he is so significant to whatever the the sports industry he is making these people a ton of money and i believe he was the first basketball player in the league like playing to be a millionaire a billionaire a billionaire i'm sorry so that's why here, here's what i'm gonna say people we we have this fresh like this uh, phrase coined everybody always says you know black excellence black magic and all this other shit to me lebron james is the embodiment is the embodiment of black excellence and this is why i say that man you gotta think about a cat who society generally would have you know written off right comes from a single parent household i believe his mom had problems with drugs at one point they you know grew up poor, going to house to house, you know, sleeping on friends' couches and stuff like that. Then at 18, at 18, becomes a multimillionaire. You just think about all those child stars and all these other people who get this success overnight and now they're drug addicted and it's all going in their head and they're halfway crazy and all these things are going on. And for him at 18, without without really a blueprint, without really a blueprint on this is how you 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 become a man, this is how you conduct yourself vis-a-vis business, this is how you conduct yourself as a professional athlete, this is how you conduct yourself as a, a black professional athlete, you know, in the midst of a, a lot of social unrest, without a blueprint. He's almost conducted himself entirely flawlessly. And I just I just sit back and have to admire, you know, the 
the achievements that he's made, because I have to think to myself, was like, well, damn, if I was at 19, you know, forced to shoulder the entire weight of my family and my friends and, you know, dealing with media pressure and holding a city on your back and everybody looking at you as some type of savior. And, and for me to almost surpass expectations, and as a, like I said, as, it can't be not understated, as a black man, for him to do that. And, and then what's even crazier about it is not only was he able to do that for himself, he brought all his homies along. He bought all the people we grew up with and say, you gonna do this and make money, you can do this and make money, you can do this and make money. It's just like, the man is almost flawless in that regard. And, and the most important thing, in my estimation, high school sweetheart, married her, right? No blueprint on how to be a husband. For all intents and purposes, from what we know, he looks like to be a very good husband. With no blueprint on really how to be a father and a man, for all intents and purposes, looks like a great father and a great man. Like, that is mind-boggling to me. So I don't mean to go on and on, Destiny, and maybe you can address some of those areas that I address. But to me, that just seems fucking crazy. It's a, it's a one in a trillion thing. No, 100% I agree. He, I love him. I don't watch basketball, but I think that he's definitely my favorite basketball player. And I have time to argue with anybody about it if you want to. It's LeBron. He has... He's, he's the greatest. Okay. And then moving into another industry and the entertainment industry, who I love, you know what? I can't even say that I love so much, but I am a part of her fan base, a beehive, but right now I have an attitude because I have not received, I've been on the waiting list to get concert tickets for a week and I still am on the waiting list. So everybody that are like fake fans that have tickets, I don't like you right now, but Beyonce. So on Sunday, this all happened within one week. We are living in the midst of history, people. Do you feel this? Like, it's so amazing. Like, even just watching LeBron, I was just like, I'm so proud of him. I was not in the room or anything I watched on social media. But I got the notifications from CNN, and it's like, wow, like, all these huge corporations are recognizing this. But back to Beyonce on Sunday, I had no idea that the Grammys were even on, nor did I, on a regular day, would I have cared but she just broke the record for having the most Grammys ever. And it's- Was it her own record or was it somebody else's record? What are you talking or, about? Who, who previously had the record? Do you know? Some white guy. I don't know his name. Oh. But she now has 32 Grammys and she is the most awarded Grammy um, entertainer. And that is amazing. And no matter, there's some people that are just like, oh, I can't get with it. Like I can't get with Beyonce, but like to be recognized this many times, not even nominated, but to have won this many times is outrageous. And you have to give respect. Like a black woman, I think that is, I think that is like beyond amazing. And I'm so happy for her. She has like worked her ass off. And like you, just like LeBron, like they have dedicated their lives for this. Started as little kids, like 
just working hard and getting better and perfecting their craft and like just becoming like the best in their industry that there has ever been. No, for sure. And like I said, like you said, you kind of pointed it, pointed it out. It's like, it's such an incredible time to be a black person right now. And, and what's crazy is I, and it's funny, we're talking about black history, black entertainment, um, has played such an incredible role historically to black people's position within society. Especially when you think about the black athlete and you think about the black entertainer or singer, a lot of times the people that you viewed as successful as a black person growing up in America started off with like the Bill Russells and the athletes that you saw or the uh, Sammy Davis juniors and the Ray Charles and, 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 you know, and the black entertainers and the Billy holidays. The only people time that black people were really appreciated, you know, back in the day was if they had this extraordinary talent that not only, and here's what was unique about the black athlete and entertainer. Not only had you you have to be talented, but you had to be able to appeal not just to you know people of color, but also to white America in order for you to get your just due and get your day in the sunshine. So I I always think about, especially now that it's Black History Month, the role and the significance of a Beyonce, of a LeBron James, and just the fact that they could have each been Kanye West, Kanye West or Michael Jordan just say, I'm just, I just want to be a basketball player. I don't want to be the black basketball player. I don't want to speak to black issues. I just want to be a, you know, a basketball player. And Beyonce could have been say, I don't want to be a black singer. I don't want to be representative of the black community. I just want to be a singer. And but for and for both of them to reach literally the top of their professions respectively, and to both say, not only am I here, but I'm going to be here while saying I am unapologetically black. I'm going to be Beyonce at the Super Bowl and, you know, paying homage to the Black Panther movement. I'm going to be LeBron James uh, in front of everybody on ESPN saying Trayvon Martin could have been my son and, and speaking to black issues. And I feel like that is so significant and that is so extraordinary. And we're so very lucky to have both of them, regardless of how you feel. You might not be the biggest fan of Beyonce's music. You might not think, you know, like LeBron is the best thing ever because he doesn't play for your team. But as a black person, you got to tip your cap to him a little bit. And so I'm so happy for both of them. And what I don't like to see is the people who attack these people and, and especially black people who attack these people you know, without giving them their flowers. I heard a lot of people, you know, making fun of Beyonce for saying she had a beautiful husband. I know a lot of people were saying, oh my God, I can't believe LeBron went and celebrated this after they lost the game. Motherfuckers have scored more points than anybody in the history of fucking basketball. You fucking right. You had, they had Denzel Washington in the fucking arena. They had fucking Jay-Z in the fucking arena. They had so many stars who came out that night. And, and for somebody to say, oh, well, you lost the regular season game. Your ass shouldn't have been out there partying afterwards. You should be working on your game. That's the hater in people. And same people doing that with Beyonce, trying to say, well, why, why did she call Jay-Z beautiful? 
Stop hating. That shit is ugly on everybody. That shit don't go with nobody's outfit. Hater is always going to be out of style and out of fashion. And y'all need to get rid of that shit, for real. A hundred percent. And it's just like, if you feel that you're looking at those little details, like you got to check yourself because you got to be like, hey, why am I focused on something so um, de minimis or trivial in a situation that you can only acknowledge as being great? no matter who it is, even if it was Donald Trump, like you would just have to be like, well, you are the best. Like, what can you say to hate on it? Or if it was Barack Obama, like however you feel about whoever, it's just like, you gotta say it like, yeah, you did that. You did that, acknowledge it, don't be a hater. And I love, you know, I mean, I feel like children have always looked up to, you know, like rappers, um, singers, basketball players, but these are definitely people that came from situations like you. So it's, I, and they look like you and it is very easy to like envision or manifest that for yourselves. But I mean, also we live in a time where there's like, tons of other black people in other positions like there was a Barack Obama as president like you know it's good for children to be able to be able to look at situations like that and say like well I can do that or look at um attorney Ben Crump and be like yes I can do that I can be a lawyer or look at Don Lemon who is like on CNN and be like yes I could be the most popular um, news anchor on a network. Like there's so many, we're in so many places. We're filling up so many seats and like the representation is being recognized. And like, not only are we looking at that in February, like we have it to look at all year long. So it's really important for kids and for us to remind ourselves that we're really fucking amazing. No, absolutely. And like you said, I'm it kind of go it goes back to my black history like opening statement is like you said, we have all year long. All year long to realize how great black people are doing and how far we have come. Yes, is there progress still yet to be made? Absolutely. But I think we've made incredible strides. And I think that as black people now, we've, you know, that you know, right now we're setting records as far as you know you know the sports and entertainment industry but just look at us in the other sectors as well you know and i think we can make great inroads in business and and throughout you know all the different various forms of how we can view success as a society so like i said i think along with that along with recognizing that is recognizing like i said the people who've come out and support these people like i said i mentioned all the people who went to the basketball game i saw a lot of people tweeting the the congratulations to beyonce and it's for us to look at our each other in the community and support each other and lift each other up and say oh i see you bro you know good job man i'm, I'm looking for you i'm rooting for you i'm in your corner rather than being always in competition with one another and saying, well, their success is my failure. No, their success is our success as a community. And then your success will be our success as a community and just keep building on that. So like I said, these are two great stories that I loved hearing about. So often you, you hear about rap beef and this athlete getting arrested for that and people and to just have two great stories in the same week like that and really just 
take over the news airways. It was it was really a tremendous time. And I, and I really, I actually appreciate it. You know, a lot of you, as you guys know, we've been bar prepping and stuff like that. But just to be able to take a break out of my day and just, you know, um, see all the positive stories, it really made me feel good. Yeah, 100%. Like, I love to see it. I want to continue seeing stuff like this. Like, these stories make me happy. Like, not stories about Black police officers killing Black men. I think that's whack. I think this is better. So more of this, and this just inspires me to want to go work my ass off and have one of the most profitable Black law firms in America. Absolutely. Yep. And I just want you to know, Destiny, I would never trade you to the Illuminati. I would never let anybody, you know, harm you for my success. Just so you know. Well, okay. You should be scared of me, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> if I get approached about it, I don't know what I would do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Destiny would be like, wait, can I pick who? Like, can I? Can, is it? Are you gonna let me know who it's gonna be, or, 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 or is it just like a Russian roulette where I just gotta roll the dice and land on a certain somebody? Oh my goodness! Sorry, guys. We have like this inside joke going that is hilarious. I don't even want to talk about it because it's so ghetto. But yeah. Um, that's all we have for y'all this week. Happy Black History Month again. We'll catch up with y'all next week. All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to our podcast. I am Destiny Johnson. I'm Larry Sampson. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we said that shit. And we meant that shit.